0: So yeah, there will be some background noise today. Uh, uh, the folks that own the place—you know, I live in like a little corner of it that I rent—but they're having a little get-together get or party right outside, and oh. it's kind of, kind of warm here, so my window is open. So there will be a little bit of background goings on.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, my coffee that you brought me from Finland today,
0: and it's, it's good stuff.
1: It is good stuff. I, um, I actually let Matthew try it. I didn't tell you, him what you, it was you at shared. First. I did share. I let him try it. And I was like, do you notice anything like weird and awkward like? And he was like, <laughs> should I? I don't know. I think it, it was like, does it taste better or worse than the other kind of coffee normally have? And he's like, better?
0: Yeah, that's like the, the number one best selling. Just like, just plain Jane. You know, this is this is like your regular at home coffee, you know?
1: Do you know what it's called? Because I threw away the bag.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do know what it's called. It's it's Mokka. One more time. Yungla
1: Again, for the back row.
0: Yuhla mocha.
1: <laughs> okay, good.
0: Yuh- yuhla is like party or celebration and moka is like mocha.
1: Oh, so you're kind of you're in the middle of a, how do you say it? Yuhla, blah, blah, blah.
0: A y- a yuhla yes.
1: A you, 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 okay. <laughs>
0: so J- J-U-H-L-A, yuhla.
1: Yuhla. Is that good?
0: Sure. yeah,
1: sure. Okay, great. Don't worry, I'll edit this out. okay. So what thought, are we talking thought, about today?
0: <laughs> I thought it was good stuff. Well, we're doing big bike rides. How, how to make a bike ride, right?
1: Oh, yes, let's do that. I think that is a, a good one to intro this. Doug Moore um sent me a little note and we had asked for anyone who had an idea for a topic that we should discuss on this wonderful new podcast. And he said that somebody had sent Bike Baton Rouge a message asking for advice on. How to start a neighborhood group ride, and he suggested that we tackle that topic because we have both started a neighborhood group ride. Why don't? So, so
0: you're you're saying because we have succeeded at this thing one time, we're experts. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) that's kind of how we roll around here, right? Like you did it once, you now teach everybody else how to do it because you're the expert. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay. I mean.
1: Okay. So uh, why don't you tell people about the ride that you started and why you started it?
0: So the, the ride you're talking about, uh, the Capital Hike Social Ride, originally, it was a handful of folks who started it. And I was I was kind of involved at that point. But then it stopped. It stopped happening. And then I was like, we should do that again. So I kind of Let's say I, I restarted it. The idea was that there's a bunch of people who live in or around the Capital Heights area who are all our friends who like to ride bikes, like to have fun and, you know, have a good time with friends and maybe go drink a beer afterwards, you know, all, all these kind of things. And we were like, well, that sounds like a thing we should do regularly, perhaps once a week at seven ish o'clock on, on a Wednesday, you know, so that's what we did.
1: And people keep showing up from then. That was like, what, four or five years ago that you started that back up again? and Yeah, something like run? that.
0: The original, you know, concept of the Capital hype Social right is It's been around for a minute now.
1: The, the first iteration of it has been around for much longer, but like the newest incantation of it was left definitely within the last five or six years. And today, the guy who I would say is running it, but not really, because there's really, it's very like Alcoholics, Anonymous anonymous, 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 alcoholics anonymous style where there's no official like leader. Uh-huh. Everybody just shows up and says, Hi, my name is, you know, so and so, and I'm a bike riding a holic, and let's go for a bike ride. But yeah, we, um, we really, we
0: really, we really do enable the bike riding habit. It's it's not, it's not <laughs> ideal.
1: You're definitely an enabler. So the, the person who is leading the charge of the, the majority of the enabling is our good friend Dominic, who, no, no, the beans Yeah, the means. Yeah. 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 So if you haven't listened to the friendship and beans episode, which was right before this one, you should definitely go check that out. It's a a funny little story about our our friend Dominic, who, um, like I said, is, is the de facto leader of the Wednesday night ride now only because he shows up more often than not. And so my ride, I did not want to be a leader. I like being in the back of the ride, but yet somehow I took what you were doing and turned it into a weekly ride of my own. Basically, I moved two miles away from where the Wednesday night ride is being held. So in 2019, I said, well, I want to do a bike ride, but I don't know about leading a bike ride every single week. That sounds like a lot of work. So I'll commit to four rides. And two and a half years later, here I am still doing that ride. And it's called the Downtown East Social Ride. Took a cue from your name, just basically kind of copied what you were doing. But instead of seven o'clock at night, I do six o'clock because Mm -hmm. seven o'clock is late for me. That's kind of a big thing you want to think about most bike ride. A good bike ride, a good group bike ride, I think needs to be no less than an hour, no more than two hours. That's kind of like my sweet spot window because then you're talking about, you know, it's easier to commit to especially on a weekly basis, it's not going to take up too much of the night, anything less than an hour. And it's kind of like, well, that, that wasn't really a very long distance covered. I mean, a 30 minute bike ride is like a couple miles, (laughs) (laughs) you know, a few miles really. So, so I find that to be a good amount of time. So when you're thinking of, you're trying to start up your neighborhood group ride, I would think about the time that you want it to start because it's definitely going to attract a different group of people. So,
0: And then the other thing to think about is about, about the you know, the start and end times is like what else is happening in the city at the same time. So for example, one of the other bike rides that I've done for many years is the Monday Metro Madness. I didn't start that one, but that, that one starts at 8.15 on a Monday, which is like, you know, that's kind of late, right? Why is it so late? And And the whole idea with that one is that and on a Monday there's very little traffic so on that ride we get to ride a little bit on roads that you otherwise might might not so you know when do the people who you want to be there like when 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 are they available and then what other stuff can you do are uh the the restaurants still open that you might still might go to after or you know are people out of school or work or what have you
1: the where is a big question you have to answer also and for me personally i know there are some group rides out there that like to rotate their location and they like to have a different location every time they ride that's not my jam i'm not a fan of rotating locations both the capital heights and the downtown East ride have a fit fixed starting location. And I, again, I stole that idea from you. The reason why I like it is because I like the idea of just setting the day, setting the time, setting the location and every week it happens. And then that way, you know, you just kind of know, like if I show up at this location on this day at this time, I'm probably going to be able to go for a bike ride. I don't have to go looking for that information. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm a fan of it. Was that the reason why you did that? Or did you have another reason in mind?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. You 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 know, if, if you want people to show up to the, to the bike ride successfully, it has to be easy for them to show up to. And if they have to, check their email or go to the Facebook or look for the smoke signals, like, you know, is the ride today or what have you, then they're just not going to do that, you know, as often as they would just show up at this time and place every weekend and and do the bike ride.
1: I'm a fan of carrier pigeons personally. That's how I prefer to get all my messages about bike rides. So just so you know, if you want to start a ride, carrier pigeon, not a bad way to go. It works, (laughs) I guess. So my bike ride is a little different than yours in the fact that mine has a bit more of a theme than the, the Wednesday night social ride. Mine didn't intend to have such a, a boundary. It just kind of happened organically. So when I started my ride, the goal was, you know, I moved to this part of town that is kind of undergoing a little bit of an urban renewal, urban regeneration. There is not a lot of, um, buildings left in the area, to be honest with you. But the ones that are left definitely have a little bit of historic significance. And it's been interesting researching the history and finding out what they were before, but they don't have any plaques on them because they're not like part of the National Historic Registry. But you can tell that they have some kind of significance. And I mean, we're talking about hundred year old buildings. The first ride ended up being the first uh, coffee roasting facility, like real, like factory facility in the city. And it was built in 1922. It was a two story building and they had holes in the ceiling. They still have them there holes in the ceiling of the, between the floors for the chutes where the coffee beans would be sent down into the bagging facility below. So they would roast upstairs and then they would go down these chutes, the beans and drop into the bags that were below. How freaking cool is that? And it's just this building that's boarded up. It's green because it was used in a sci-fi movie about a decade ago. And so they painted it green so they could green screen a bunch of stuff in there on it. It's just completely overlooked, but it's like got this really awesome historical significance. So that building became the base point for basically what all the rides would become in the future. It tells a story of the history of the area, one building, one person, one story at a time. And so that is the significance of my ride. But you can also do what you do, which was
0: the complete opposite of that, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Capital Heights social ride is so. So, like I said, there's a, there's a place and a time that we meet, and that, that's always you know set. And aside from that, we, we don't know anything about the ride pretty much until it starts. The people who show up, there's a unofficial poll conversation. You know, where do we want to go? Someone says, Hey, I want to know how to like get from here to here. Or someone says, Hey, I'm starting to work at this new place. Let's go check this out. Or someone says, Hey, I just want to go to this bar. We just pick that that destination, that ride, kind of according to what the kind what the group wants to do, and, and, and then we go do it. It's like I said, it's, it's, it's very, very different than what the, the Downtown East Social Ride offers. But it's the same thing as it was the previous week and always has been. So at least the people who show up once, twice, three times, whatever, then at least they know what to expect. I came and I had a good time and I want to do this again next week or the week after. Or maybe they didn't have a good time. Like if, if, if that's the ride that is on offer next week and the week after, then it's, it's not for me. But just keeping that kind of consistent experience, even if the experience isn't consistent, then that that's super helpful for people just to know what they're getting into
1: yeah you definitely end up with a a little community in fact there's one uh one of my riders denise she brings her little dog Maisie on every ride she's actually a dog trainer and so it's very appropriate that she brings a dog with her on a ride but um she tells me the story she's been coming since pretty close to the beginning of when we started doing these rides she's there almost every single week she told me that the first ride she went on, she found it on Facebook. She lives all the way on the other side of town. So she had to pack her bike up in her car and drive across town to show up for this ride. She did that and she did it by herself. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was a really brave thing to do because it is kind of intimidating to go to any group activity by yourself. But that's what I love about bike rides so much is that you're never by yourself if you have your bike. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds super cheesy, but you're really not. As long as you have your bike with you, you know, you always have your plus one. That's your plus one. (laughs) you know? And, and that's the great thing about the bike community too, is like, you got a bike? Cool. Come ride with us. Anyway. So Denise came by herself. She was kind of intimidated, kind of nervous about doing it. And now she comes every single week and she's always like, you know, I just love it so much. Like I didn't know any of these people going into this. And now I have like these friends that I can count on and rely on for things. And I have a whole community now and that of people that I never knew before. And that's, I think the power of a, a group ride, especially if you want to do a neighborhood group ride. I encourage every neighborhood to start a group ride because it's an awesome way to get to know your neighbors. And then when you interact with people on a different kind of level like that, a relaxed, you know, social activity like that, it allows you to bond with them in a way that you're not able to do any other way.
0: Well, one thing that's that's similar about both of our rides, and, and probably the same for most kind of casual social neighborhood kind of rides, is that like the actual bicycle. And the act of riding the bike is probably like, it's pretty far down the list of things people enjoy the most about that. Like it's, it's almost like it's a social event and and hanging out with friends and going out to a restaurant and learning about history that happens to be on a bike rather than a bike ride with these other things attached to it.
1: One of the things I wanted you to talk about, because you're actually certified in this, even though you tend to like to hurt me anyway, is... So, so...
0: (laughs) I, I am I I am certified in it, and and then because because I'm so sort of skilled, quote unquote, in the certification, that just means when I hurt you, it's on purpose.
1: Oh, good. Okay, yeah. like now I know. So, since you are a certified safety instructor, I think it's important to tell people what safety tips they need to know if they do intend to have a group ride.
0: You know, all of the, the, the basic things um, that you normally do when, when riding a bike apply. But the, 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 the most important thing to take, to, to take into consideration is now you're riding bikes with other people. Mm. in close proximity at some speed in traffic possibly at times when you're riding a bike just by yourself or even just with like a, a one two three people or something like that then you know you, you're you're probably aware of you know wh- where everyone is and what they're doing and all that kind of stuff but when there's 15 20 people there then there's just such a large mass of people around that you just can't human brain can't keep track of all of that kind of stuff so you need to be super aware of what's going on and to help other people around around you be super aware of what's going on then you 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 want to be communicating with other people still letting people know hey i'm stopping you 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 know verbally with hand signals hey we're about to make a right hey hey there's a car left there's a pothole you know whatever that kind of stuff is it sounds possibly kind of scary and and intimidating and all that kind of stuff but once you've done it like that that one ride and you kind of see how it works then you'll pick it up real quick and you'll you'll kind of get into that flow of like oh i know how this bike ride works I, i i know what i can expect people to do the larger your group gets, the, the the bigger the chances are that, you know, something goes minorly or majorly wrong in that ride. Someone has a flat or some breaks or, or what have you. you. You don't have to provide a solution to those problems necessarily, but, but you know, set the expectation about what you can do on that ride if someone has a flat you know it's probably not a bad idea to have a pump if, if you're leading a ride to have a pump and at least be able to like fix a flat you know and beyond that you know maybe not but just just let let people know that some amount of help is or is not available so that they're, they don't have to like do all that by themselves
1: for the person who's leading the ride i think it's always a good thing to start off each ride giving the basic hey if you've never been on this ride before here kind of not the rules but here are some things Things you need to be aware of. The, the thing that I took from you that I use the most is you have to make sure to let somebody know when you're stopping. I think that's the biggest one because I think that has the most potential for danger. But one other thing uh, that I think is really important too, to maintain the safety of the group is to make sure you have someone in the back of the ride who is able to move quickly to the front of the pack and let them know if there's a problem or is super loud and can yell all the way to the front of the pack. That's why I like being in the back of the pack is because I I am definitely able to yell up to the front, but, uh (laughs) um, No problem. So, you know, having someone in the back that can help navigate some of the slower riders, because I think one thing that you're always going to have, no matter what size ride you have, is you're going to have the people that want to go a little bit faster and the people who want to go a little bit slower. So having someone who can help make sure that that back of the pack either stays with the group or gets to where y'all are going safely. I think it's really really important.
0: Make that decision like, are we going to be a, a single group the whole time or not? That that can be particularly important if you are riding in or near traffic. You know, you don't want to have like a really long stretched out group, sort of several groups, and you know, cars trying to get in and out and left and right and all that kind of stuff. Especially if you're doing 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 something where traffic is going to be involved, you you really probably want to stay as one group, get through all the, the lights and signals and, and, and whatnot together. And then if not, if if, if you are more of a neighborhood ride, that, that that it is okay that you can split up, then make sure that groups A and B get to wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the same place, ideally. yeah.
1: From a planning standpoint, I think one note that I want to give is to make sure that everybody gets communications about rides. Because obviously, although we want to ride every single week, sometimes the weather uh, doesn't Cooperate. And sometimes you might need to call off your ride. One of the tips, one of the things that I've done that's been really successful is I have a, a group me chat. And this is basically just a text messaging thread, if you want to think of it like that. But there are a lot of different apps out there that allow you to send group messages. But make sure that you have your regulars um, people, once you kind of establish who those people are, ask them if they want to be part of a group message thread. That way you can just send them direct messages. I found that to be super helpful for my regular riders who want to keep up with whether or not there's a ride, but don't necessarily want to be tapped into social media to do that.
0: Yeah. And then that that whole uh, communication about is the ride going on? Is it not going all that kind of stuff? That's particularly important for like the, the newer riders. If, if, if someone shows up to a ride that isn't happening, well, they're, they're probably not going to come back the next time.
1: Rain still happens though. We've definitely had rides where um, we've gotten caught up in some rain and we've definitely called off rides expecting rain. And then there was no rain at all. So weather is what weather is. It's always going to be an X factor. It's always going to be the thing that causes some problems. So, you know, just expect it. It's going to happen. And yeah, ex- figure out a expect, way to
0: communicate. Yeah, expect that. And generally, you know, for, you know, setting up a group ride and life in general, the, the quicker you accept that you won't be correct or make the right decision every single time, the better you're, you're, you'll experience, your, your experience will be.
1: Totally. To jump back to one of the things you said earlier about everyone knows like what type of ride, like set the expectation for the ride. Mm -hmm. And there was one ride that you did that you've led that was always, always, always popular every time you did it. Do you know what ride it is? Can you guess? No. It was the grocery store ride.
0: Yeah, that is a good ride, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that's a good ride.
1: That ride was always so popular. Everyone and everyone was always like, oh, wow, I never knew I could, you know, get to this store, or that store, or whatever. And just never even thought about going to the grocery store on a bike before mm-hmm. until you did that ride. The,
0: the The grocery store ride is great because, you know, going to the grocery store is easy. Everyone should be able to do it on a bike if they live close enough, all that kind of stuff. But, but here's. Here's the key to the grocery store ride. When you've ridden your bike, uh, whatever that distance is in 90 degree heat to the grocery store, then you can can have two ice creams. You've earned it. I think that's a
1: a great, great reminder for folks. Those type of things like the grocery store ride, or um, you've also done a lot of like, did you know you could actually ride your bike down this road ride? (laughs) (laughs) And I've learned a lot of secrets, pathways because of you, one of those being at least two of those being on that grocery store ride, actually. And uh, so if you were to do a neighborhood ride, that's a good, good thing to think of is what are some of the places that you can show how to get to safely on a bike and show them the ways that they can get there? Because um, there are definitely a lot more spaces and a lot of ways to get from one neighborhood to the next safely without having to get on those main artery roadways that scare the living crap out of most of us.
0: Once you're part of a ride where there is, you know, whatever number of people there, you'll meet those people who, hey, I, you, you live in my neighborhood. You live just a block away. Did you know that, you know, when I ride to this ride, I take this street and that is that street. It's safer. It's quicker or what have you. So you'll just make connections with all those people who will just like accidentally completely without trying to like broaden your like bicycling world.
1: <laughs> Whether you want them to or not.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So if you're going to lead one of these rides, though, I really highly suggest riding it beforehand, scouting out the ride, either, you know, a day or two before, because um, a road might be closed off that you don't realize, or you thought that road connected to that road, but it doesn't actually. So just looking at a map and planning a route is not the same as actually getting out there and riding it. Also getting out there and riding it will give you an idea of what skill level you're talking about. You'll at least have a better idea of like what it will take for your riders to complete that ride. The big thing you need to know about starting your group ride is if you want to start start a group ride, just do the thing. Go out and do no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, that's it. The whole theme of this show, just do the damn thing. It will be what it is. And if it's successful, great. If it's not, who cares? But at least you did it. Okay. Well, cool. Well, do we cover all the grounds?
0: I think, I think the grounds are covered.
1: The party sounds like it's winding down out there.
0: I might need to go give him a beer or something like that.
1: Might need to go stir things up. Yeah, I know you're yeah. a real rebel rouser. Something rebel like that. rouser.
0: No, a, a rebel rouser. Oh. You're you're, ra- you're rousing the rebels.
1: <laughs> what did I say?
0: I think you said rebel rouser.
1: Isn't that what you just said? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said rebel with an A, like
1: oh. you know, the, the masses. Oh. Yeah, those are two different things. It sounded yes. the same to me.
0: <laughs> I know it did. I know but it so did.
1: does Merky and Merky. So, you know, say it.
0: I will not. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you.
0: <laughs> we're, we're, we're having a good time, aren't we?
1: Well, yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go off and go do a thing.
0: I will. I'm going to read some tea. All
1: right. Have fun. All right. Bye. bye.
0: I'll, I'll be part of your media. Empire.
1: Okay. You're not getting paid, though.
0: I'm getting paid <laughs> in experience.
1: I'll send you some beans. Oh, yes. Sweet.